And let me tell you how deep this goes. If I even threaten to walk away from my wife, thought about it. Before I can get in this house, there'll be at least 50 brothers on my lawn. I have to go through to do it, to pack my suitcase. How many you got on your team? You're a man of strong passion, a warrior of great courage, designed and created to conquer, to crush it in singleness and marriage, to master fatherhood, finance, and health. You were made to reign in life. Gentlemen, welcome to the Reign in Life podcast, where we engage men where they are, empower them with truth, and encourage them on their walk with Christ. Today, I want to introduce to you a general in the spirit. And if you're watching the video, you'll see I'm actually in my uniform uh, today. And I'm actually excited to introduce him to you. He's an internationally known speaker. He is an author, uh, a pastor. He's a father, a husband, and he has a number one rated iTunes podcast for Christian men called Real Men Connect. He has authored nine books to include Are You the Man? 201 Lessons I Wish My Dad Would Have Taught Me and The Real Man Spiritual Leader Blueprint. That's 21 practical ways to love and lead your family. Gentlemen, again, this is a warrior, a general in the spirit. I'm so proud to introduce to you Dr. Joe Martin. Dr. Joe, how are you today? And I'm doing fantastic, Ray. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing so good. Like I was saying uh, to the gentleman watching this podcast, uh, it really does feel like I am welcoming a general in the spirit. And it feels so good to be able to stand, sit here um, and just call attention on deck and, and just hear what it is that you have to offer today. And I want to start off with this quick question, interesting question I like to ask my guests. And it's never the same thing. Dr. Joe, if you could go back and talk to your 20-year-old self, what for one minute and then you're going to disappear what would you say to him i would oh that would be easy ray i would say what my um spiritual father says to me every time i'm struggling with something and i go to him and ask him for advice and it gets on my nerves because he says the same thing every single time so now how ironic that i would go back to my 20 year old self and say the same thing which is seek ye first the kingdom of god and its righteousness joe martin and everything will be added unto you Seek him, Joe. Seek him. Wow. Wow. Powerful. That's powerful. And and now we're talking about you going back at least uh, just over two decades and being able to hold yourself in time and say, Joe, seek the kingdom. And um, I think from listening to your podcast uh, often, I think that me and you relate in this area. Um, I might hear an instruction like that, but I'm so uh, motivated and ready to go. I might not stick around long enough to actually hear the end of that verse. Like, I, I seek, to, seek first the kingdom. Oh, you got it. Okay, I'm on my way. Let's go. Uh, so what would you say to the men that are just, you know, they hear that. They know that's an important scripture. But man, what, is, what does that even mean? What does it mean to slow down and seek first? What does it mean to, to adhere to something like that? Well, it's what I do now when I coach and mentor men now, because I give them the same advice now that my spiritual father gave me and they respond the same way you just said, right? They, they want to go after it. And yes. I said, just, I said, think about what you want. I said, think about what it is you want. I don't care how big or how small the goal is. I said, if you truly do believe, because it's really about a faith test about, do we truly believe who wow. God says he is? Yes. Now, if you truly believe who God says he is, what is it that you really want? And then I said, okay, now let's go back to that verse, memorize it, read it, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. That's important, but forget that part. Yes. But after, but when you do that, all things will be added unto you. Yes. Here's what I want you to do. Go to the dictionary and look up the word all. All. 
I said, what does all, I said, what does all mean? They said, all. Said, so guess what? That means no matter what you're pursuing, no matter yes. what you want to do, when God says, if you seek me first, my kingdom and my righteousness, all things will be added unto you. Wow. And so the all is whatever it is you're pursuing, whether it be a better husband, better father, better spiritual leader, to start a business, write a book, you name it. All means all inclusive. Yes. But it comes with the caveat that you must seek him first. And wow. I think the reason why God said seek him first, because everything you want may be good, but it may not be godly. Wow. And so if you seek him first, now you can what I call father filter it. Because yeah. it's really something that I need to be pursuing. I think Stephen Covey said it in his book a long time ago, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. He says, you do not want to climb that ladder of success to only find out it was leaning on the wrong wall. Whoa. But if you seek God first, trust me, it's, your ladder is not going to be leaning on the wrong wall. Well, uh, Dr. Joe, you know, with the successes that you've had in your life and, and everything that you've been able to do thus far with your ministry, uh, with your podcast, everything that you're doing at Real Men Connect, that, that must have came overnight for you. I hope you hear the sarcasm yeah, in my oh, question. <laughs> that, must have, that must have been an easy, just kind of you woke up and it was an aha moment and you got it. And then you were able to execute. Is that is that correct? I wish, but that's exactly <laughs> why when I was going through starting on um, this ministry, because I had a successful business before walking away from it, sure. and now doing um, men's ministry full time, working with um, Christian men and husbands and fathers, that when I would struggle, I would call my spiritual father and I'll say, Howard, this is, man, I, I, maybe I made the wrong choice, man. This is harder than I thought, man. Men are hard yes. to reach. It's hard to, yes. to get through that hard and hard, their egos, their pride, and all the stuff that we're dealing with. And every time I would get to the end of it, he would say, Joe, you have to seek him, seek him. And he did add this to it. He says, Joe, God called you to be faithful, not successful. Wow. He called like you to be faithful, not successful. He says, now I know you're complaining. I know you're whining. <laughs> I know you're, you know, you're doing all this stuff, but let me ask you, I got one question to ask you, Joe, are you being faithful? I said, yes, sir. He said, then shut up. Wow. <laughs> and that now, easy. Just be faithful. Don't worry about the success. That'll come. But it's going to be on God's terms and God's timing, not yours. Be faithful, not successful. And that starts with seeking him first. I'm so glad you're saying this because it's really speaking to my heart. And gentlemen, I hope that this is something that is speaking directly to you because as a, as a young man, right, a motivated young man, especially it's in the military, um, have a family, three children. It, it's, it's I'm ready to get success. I'm ready to pursue. I'm ready to, to tackle this. And then I'll actually hide this striving and this uh, motivation behind some uh, Christian guys that I say, uh, or some Christian uh, kind of mask. And I say, well, I'm just doing this for, I'm doing this for the kingdom, right? Mm -hmm. I'm doing this and, and, and this is good for me. This is good for my family and it makes sense. But you know, there is time for activity. And, and I hear that the word seek is an active word. It's an active word that might, um, would you say that it, it requires a little bit more um, diligence and intentionality and something that might be not as natural for us to think about? Yes, I think you hit the key word you just said, Ray, was intentionality, that mm -hmm. you can't just fall into seeking. I like <laughs> you have that. to have yes. intention. You have a, have a made up mind to say, right. I am intentionally and not just say it, but have a plan and a strategy on how you're going to do it. You know, I have a plan to my day. My day doesn't just happen. Um, I, I organize and I structure my day. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean I do it exactly the same way all the time, but right. I'm not waking up by accident. I'm not pursuing purpose by accident. 
I'm not just making this stuff up along the way as I go. I'm being very intentional about how I seek him, when I seek him, what I do when I get into his presence and how I can get the most from seeking him. So it's all about intentionality. You hit it right on the head. So I love where this is going because I, I know a little bit of your story, Dr. Joe. So I know that maybe the places where uh, your life had led you was because you weren't as intentional about this very thing. You weren't um, so focused on the seeking uh, the kingdom, but you might've been seeking something else. Um, Would you mind sharing that, talking about that a bit, and then we'll get into what that actually led into and what that brought about in your life. Yeah, you're actually right because you're, you're talking about the subject of striving. God didn't call us to be strivers, but abiders. He wanted us to abide in him. And if we abide, then guess what? We don't have to strive. We will start striding with him. That means wow. walking with him. So you're right. I got into trouble because I wanted to pursue success and success. I, I wish if they could see me, I'll put it in air quotes because success is based on what I think success is. And to me, sec- success was based on what I call the Asians. You know what the Asians are, right, Ray? That's do I have occupation. a great occupation? Yes. Do I have enough education? Yes. Am I have, do I have enough compensation? Do I have a massive reputation, a great reputation? And do I have that little bit of, uh, of intimidation that when right. people see me, they meet me, they fear me, they respect me. They, and I'm not saying that I'm controlling them, but I want them to say, oh, it's Joe Martin. That yes. was what I thought success was. And guess what I did? I checked everyone off the list and I just, just check them off the list, did it in a massive way. And guess what I found out? It was fool's goal. That wasn't mm. God's definition of success. He called us to be faithful, not successful. And I wasn't faithful. Wow. And so uh, I've heard you speak about your your mentor, your your spiritual father. His name's, uh, you said Howard before? Howard Mintz, yes. And uh, it sounds like he came into your life um, at, at the critical moment. And it was a moment when you needed to decide that you were going to change something dramatic. Um, and what did that look like for you, Joe? Yeah, he came into my life after. Um, I will uh, let me summarize my whole life story in just a, <laughs> just like four or five words. Here Go. it is: one rags. I went from rags to riches to ruin to redemption. Rags to riches to ruin to ruin redemption. To redemption. Just, I like just that. four stages. Though I can write four different books on those stages of my life. And well, when I met Howard, um, I met Howard when I was at the um, the um, the um, the ruin part. Okay, <laughs> when I was getting ready to yes. get redeemed. And yes. so he came at the right time at the right moment that I see now in hindsight that it was God's hand on it. And what he made me realize is what I had been missing. I had been around a lot of males, but I realized at that moment that I'd never met a real man hmm. until I met him. And that's not disparaging any of the, the, the males and men that I met before, but it was something different about Howard that just stood out that this is why I tell other men, his life demanded an explanation. Well, and that's how I want to live my life. I want to be if I'm going to be in your presence, Ray, I want my life to demand an explanation. And as much education and compensation and reputation and everything I had, this man didn't have all that. Yes. But yet his life demanded an explanation and I pursued him. And now he's my spiritual father now and mentor. I love that. I love that you just said, and you pursued him. And this is something that I run into in the military because there's young men who come in and they say, Hey, I, I want to be able to uh, be mentored. I want to have a mentor. They, they know something is off. They mm-hmm. know something is missing. They need a little bit of guidance. Um, but what they do is they take this passive role in saying, in saying, well, I'm ready to be led. 
So are you are you right. are you ready to lead me? Are you I'm ready to go. I, I friend requested you. Are we, <laughs> we going to do this thing? So uh, what does that look like, Dr. Joe? What is the difference between you just kind of sitting back and letting somebody come into your life, but you actually inviting him and pursuing this this transformational uh, process with another man? I think it's vitally important. So I'm glad that you brought it up, Ray, because you're right. We take the most, I say we, most of us take a passive approach to it. Well, they should be responding to me or they didn't respond to my text or they didn't do this or they didn't do that. I was so desperate. I mean, I, I wish I could paint this picture for you, how desperate I was because I had lost everything. I said I went from rags to riches to ruin to redemption. Yes. The ruin part, I ruined um, a 16 year marriage. I ruined yes. my family. I risked my health. I pretty much almost lost everything. So I was in a desperate mode that, God, I can't repeat this cycle again. Where did I go wrong? And I realized I needed a, a real man in my life. So when I saw this man, his life demanded an explanation, I basically went, and I'm not saying that they need to do this now, Ray. I'm just telling yes. you just how desperate I was. I'm not saying yes. every guy should do this. I went up to Howard and I told him, I mean, it was Mr. Mintz at the time. I said, Mr. Mintz, I know you have eight children. He has five boys, three <laughs> girls. I said, would you adopt just one more? And I was doing it with tears in my eyes and he broke down crying. He says, yes. Now, the reason why I say I don't advise that you have to understand that Howard is a different type of man. He is. He actually is looking to disciple and mentor other men. Yes. Yes. Most men don't think they're qualified. Most men don't think they have the time to mentor. They don't think they have the skills. They're not equipped. So there's a better way to approach it. And the best way to approach it for any man, if he even thinks he's passive, is don't ask the man to mentor you. Just ask him, can you take him out for a cup of coffee or spend compliment him first, compliment him on something, whether it's as a husband, as a father, as a leader, business owner. I don't care what it is. A great football player. I don't know. Compliment him on something and say, can I take you out for 15 minutes to ask you about how you became a successful whatever? Right. Because no man is going to turn that down. Yeah. Especially if hey, you buy you it. You got to talk about me? <laughs> I'm only going go, go to take Starbucks. about 15 minutes, Ray. I right. just want to, I've just seen you with your wife and your children and you just seem like an amazing guy. And I want to be that kind of husband and father, but I have no clue. Could I just take you out for a cup of coffee for 15 minutes and ask you some questions about being a husband, being a father? Yes. No man will ever turn you down to do that. And when right. they do it, keep it to 15 minutes. But here's the key phrase, what you say, Ray. After you get ready to leave my presence, Ray, thank you so much for sharing that insight. I can't wait to apply this. Would you mind if I followed up with you about three weeks from now? So I let you know how your advice, if your advice worked. Ray, what are you going to say? Well, yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Okay, let's do it. (laughs) Now, as I'm doing this, guess what, Ray, you don't realize you're doing? You're mentoring me. Yes. Did I ever ask you to be my mentor? Did I ask you to make me, uh, um, you know, lead me, guide me, teach me everything you know? No, right. it's going to happen. You just don't know it yet yes. <laughs> because I'm stringing <laughs> it along. That's the best approach I see if for men who are a little bit more passive and right. they're a little bit scared. I'm now, I'll flat out, just ask somebody. I don't care. So <laughs> you know? good. I'm, but yes, if you're I'm a little bit nervous, way. that's a great way to approach it. I love this. I, I love it because I got actually to the same place that you were at, Dr. Dr. Joe. I was uh, sitting in a beach in Southern California. My young wife had just left me after only a couple months of our marriage. She said, "You're we're done. I'm not coming oh, back. She took off while I was at work. It was, oh. it was messed up. Um, and so I was at the beach in the middle of uh, middle of the night and I decided to call this person that I found on a ministry website and he has been my mentor my my uh spiritual father for the last 7 years mm-hmm. of my life 
And this is a man who I did not just say, hey, can I just shoot you a couple of texts here and there? We can be friends on Facebook and you can kind of show me some of the, the, the things, some of the ropes. He actually came alongside of me. He empowered me, engaged, he empowered, and he encouraged. And he did all of this in a process that didn't just take a week. It didn't take two weeks. And it, it was very intentional. So I hear um, process. I hear time. I hear intentionality. And all of those things, Dr. Joe, I think is what leads... Um, what, what leads you to, to really stand up as the face of Real Men Connect and um, be able to say there is an importance in connection, community, and coaching men um, in this process. It's going to take time. I've been through it. Trust me. Uh, would you mind sharing with us a little bit of what you are doing over at uh, Real Men Connect and why? Why is it? Why did it start? Well, I'll try to give you the shortest answer possible because I know we're okay. pressed for time and I know uh, you may have some follow up questions for me. But there's five things that we focus on in Real Men Connect. And I'll tell you why we focus on those five. One is Christ, that at the center of everything that that God must be the most important thing in your life and he must be made intentionally a priority. That's the seeking him component. Yes. That Christ first. And that is I won't even get into details of how we do this. It's not just. This is what you do. We teach men how to do every step of these. So it's okay. not like just have a relationship with Christ, seek him. No, we're going to show you and walk with you through life to show you how to seek him. Because yes. what difference does it make if you're led to the cross and you get salvation, but no one teaches you how to carry your cross. Mm. So we're going to walk with you, help you develop that relationship. The second component is community. You need to be around a group of men who um, have the same desires and goals that you have spiritually. And the way I summarize community is that a man is only as strong as his support. Yes. You're in the military, right? You know what I'm talking about. You can try oh, to go fight a war by yourself, but it's a little bit easier. It's still going to be tough, but it's a little bit easier when you got an army of men around you. you right. got a team of men around you. So a man is only as strong as his support. That's the community. So we intentionally surround men with instant community. Even if they've never had a friend in their whole life, they're surrounded immediately with a community of men who are like-minded men. The right. next is connection. And people always think, well, Joe, how's that different from community? You need to be connected not only to a team of guys, but an inner circle of guys. Now, right. let me tell you, I'm, I'm plagiarizing all this stuff because I'm following Jesus's model. Jesus sought <laughs> God consistently and intentionally. He only yes. did and said what the Father told him to do and say. Then Jesus had 12 men, a team around his community around him who he did life with. Yes. But within that team, he had three other guys, Peter, James and John, who was his inner circle. To me, that mm -hmm. was Jesus connection. And why do we say connection? Because they saw Jesus at his best, but they were also with Jesus at his worst. Right. He was in the Garden of Gethsemane. So we all need three guys in our lives who guess what, Ray, no matter what you do, they'll never lose respect for you. When your yes. wife walked out on you after that short period of time, they're not looking at, dude, what's wrong with you? Guess what? Bro, we, we, hey, we're by you. Whatever you need, we're here. Right. And so you need that connection. Then you need coaching. I've never seen a man win or any woman, man or woman, win a world championship in any sport without a coach. Exactly. And yet you ask a man, do you want to be a champion husband, father, or leader? They'll say, yes. I said, who's coaching you? Well, mm. no one. Then guess what? You're deceived. And you're in denial because if you were able to, quote, succeed without a coach and be a champion without a coach, you'll be the first in mankind. Timothy had Paul. Elisha had Elijah. Lot had Abraham. Yes. Aaron had Moses. And we can go on and on and on. That's called a clue. All right. 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 Peter, James, Perfect and John model. had Jesus. Yes. They had a coach. And then we need counseling. 
The reason why we struggle as men today is because we had trauma in our past. And so we don't realize why we do the things that we do. We normally like to say, but that's just the way God made me. That's just right. the way I am. Could it possibly be that something in your past has now pre, um, I guess, predisposed you to responding in anger, sure. to responding in addiction, to responding, you isolating yourself, withdrawing, not trusting. All that has a root cause. And so every man, I believe, needs to seek counseling. Now, I'm not talking about now. We, we are talking about the intense counseling that we have to do when we have to repair our lives. No, right. I'm talking about going to counseling at least once or twice a year for just okay. regular checkups. Look at it like an oil change. Think about it. It's better to go to counseling once or twice a year. It's cheaper, too, than getting counseling oh, yes. three or four times a week trying to save your marriage. Yes. And so and why do we say the word counseling? Men shy away from that because it's everything that is exactly. something that every man needs, but he's afraid to admit that he needs it. And the only way he's going to do it, if it's court order or his wife threatens divorce. But even that is biblical. Jesus said, I must leave because I want to send you a comforter, a guide, a teacher, a counselor wow. who will lead and guide you in all, all truth. But that was spiritual guidance. We also need emotional guidance. Absolutely. Why do I get angry? What makes me hurt? What makes me sad? What makes me afraid? And a great Christian counselor can help you do that. So what we've done in Real Men Connect is no man is going to be left without those five things. Showing him how to walk with Christ, having a community of brothers, an inner circle of friends in his connection he's connected to, having a coach and getting counseling. We provide wow. all of that for our men. I love this. I love this. And and you're right. I have so many questions about this, about this entire, um, everything that you're doing at Real Men Connect. And I think it, it's because I'm well tied to the, uh, to the millennial or even it doesn't just mean it's not just millennials, but the young men right now who, um, are looking at some of the things that you're talking about and seeing the negative thing in it, seeing the weakness in it, um, and kind of seeing that, that it, it, they believe it's not as necessary. So for example, uh, community, um, I heard before an ancient, uh, African proverb that says, if you want to go fast, you go alone, mm -hmm. but if you want to go far, you go with others. See a lot yeah. of times, even us in the military, we're kind of just like, I don't, I don't, I want to just do this by myself. I want to get going. I want to do this fast. I don't want to, you know, drag anybody else along. But the interesting thing about the Marine Corps is that for every one person that's that's on the on the on the ground, you know, that's actually shooting bullets downrange, that's taking it to the enemy, you're going to have more than 10, 15 supporting elements for that one Marine that's actually going to be kicking down doors because he's going to need food. He's going to need transportation. He's going to need a place to sleep because he's going to need bullets. He's going to need, uh, you know, administrative support. So all of these things kind of come together to be able to allow this person to, to fulfill their role. Um, and, and I love how you, how you did bring that up into the military with a, you know, we need a support system that is strong. Um, do you currently keep a strong support system in your life? <laughs> that, that's probably an understatement. Uh, I think the best way I describe it to men is I'll, when I speak at men's conferences, um, you, you can't see me on, on the screen right now because I'm sitting down, but um, I'm five foot nothing and a hundred or nothing. If you saw me, you would not be afraid. I, I said, my wife loves the rock. I say, I look like a chip that came off the rock. That's how small <laughs> I am. But when I go, but, when, but I have a huge presence when I step on a stage and what I do, Ray, I get the biggest man in the audience and bring him up on stage. And I ask yes. him how much can he bench press? And to this day, the uh, the most I heard a man say was like 475 pounds. 
And everybody's <laughs> like, oh, wow, the crowd is amazed by it. And I said, what if I told you that that's your max? I can do that with my pinkies. And of course, everybody's laughing at me. Right. And I said, what are you guys laughing at? They said, and then the guy would tell me, he said, Joe, what do you mean? You can outlift me? I said, yeah, I can always lift more than you. Wait for it, Ray, if I have more spotters than you. Ooh. I said, see, that's your max. When you're in the gym and you're max, I said, how many guys are spotting you? He said, I got one guy spotting me. At the most, he has two. I said, I got about 250. Any questions? You will never outlift me. I love that. Never, ever, ever, ever. Dude, you just see little old me, but you don't see my team of men around me. Right. And let me tell you how deep this goes. If I even threatened to walk away from my wife, thought about it. Before I can get in this house, there'll be at least 50 brothers on my lawn. I have to go through to do it, to pack my suitcase. Wow. Wow. How many you got on your team? That's how I challenge men to say Rambo does not exist. That's a lie. It's a myth. There are no Rambos. There's no such thing as as the Lone Ranger. Guess what? The Lone Ranger had Tonto. So guess what? He wasn't even by himself. And so to me, support is everything for me. The confidence you hear me speak is because, yes, the Holy Spirit lives in me. But, dude, I got a team that runs deep and it's not a game and they all love the Lord. That's Uh, how deep my team is. See, what we do, I believe, is that we mistake what you're talking about, Dr. Joe, with subscribers on YouTube, followers on Instagram and friends on Facebook. Now, is there I mean. Can you see and can you validate the fact that some men, you know, as young as me, I'm 27 years old, might look at that and be like, but I do have support. I do. I mean, look at this. I have all of these followers. I mean, is that what you mean? Now, see, that's vain support because I got a lot of followers on Twitter and and Instagram and Facebook. But the key is what I said before. If I even thought about leaving my wife, thought about um, divorce. And let me put it this way. If I thought about walking away from the Lord. Mm. How many of my Twitter followers, Facebook friends, Instagram people are going to show up on um, browsers I have on my website, going to show up on my lawn? It, first of all, don't even know where I live. Right. But these brothers, these are the men who are going to show up at my house. And yes. these are the guys that I would get in my car and show up on their lawn if they're doing the same thing. To me, I don't even count what's happening on social media as real. Yes. It's not To me, it's not Facebook. It's fake book. Yeah, because it's not really Good real. One. And yes. so to me, the real brothers are the ones who I can grab my phone, pick up my phone and say, help me. I'm in trouble. Right. And we know we won't even put that on Facebook because we may not it may not appear that we're strong anymore. We may appear weak. Right. And so That's I think that the real support are the ones who are going to stick with you, stick, stand and stand, stick, stand and stay beside you no matter what you go through. Yes. And I, I also love that you brought up coaching. I was a wrestler in uh, in high school and in college. So and was I. Yeah, I was, I, oh, I was a wrestler. Oh, yeah. Excellent, excellent. I love that. Don't, let the, we, don't we, let the small size fool you. <laughs> hey, I understand. We needed 103 pounders. I understand. I was, I was right. 112, 125. Was. So, um, you know, in, in wrestling, I would spend an entire week, and, and you did too, practicing these moves and techniques over and over and over again, just to be able to go out and wrestle for about six minutes. Right. right. So you you put in over 20 hours in a week for a six minute match. I remember for four years, Dr. Joe, four years, I practiced this one move that I never, ever, ever did. And I got into this this two to one scenario last couple seconds. I'm not kidding. It's, it should have went uh, viral on Facebook. My coach <laughs> is in the corner with a different perspective. And he says, 
cradle roll through. I know exactly what that means because we've been practicing it for you for four years, but I never had the occasion come up for me to use it. And there it was three, two, what boom. I was in that move. I did it, executed, and I knew exactly what to do because we were practicing it. I had a coach in the corner with a different perspective that was able to call it out because I'm in the heat of the moment, not even focus on what's available to me and what I can do. Um, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. It reminds me of when I was in college, it wasn't a wrestling example, but I had a professor, a female professor who is, was a mentor to me in college and helped me get into education when I became a professor. Okay. Um, she, she said to me when she was telling me how, how gifted I was, she showed me my gifts and my talents so how I can use them. And after I had achieved, quote, some success, I asked her, I said, you always saw that in me? And she looked at me and she said, yeah, Joe, I always saw it in you. I always believed in you. I said, but how come you could see it and I couldn't? Mm. It takes me back to what you said about your coach. She said that she's from Hattiesburg, Mississippi. She says, um, baby, because it's impossible for you to read the label when you're inside the jaw. You can't see your label. You're too close to it. And so wow. I needed a different perspective. I need somebody wow. from the outside looking in. And now that's why I have so much support and I have coaches and mentors because I need them to tell me what they see that I don't see. You right. know, now I'm, I'm usually harder with my mentor. I said, tell me if I'm stuck on stupid. <laughs> that's what I asked. Please tell me. I said, because I'm, I'm running into the same. Room. Tell me how I'm, how I'm messing up. I actually invite it into my life. Because yes. I believe that you can never have too many mentors and coaches in your life. Great. Right? Think about this. When the last time you ever heard a man say, you know what? I have too many godly men in my life. I need to cut some of them loose. It's just too many. It doesn't I, happen. I've never heard anybody say that. Right. So I become, I tell people, I say, I'm like the Nick Saban of discipleship. I say, I'm trying to recruit all the time. Coaches, mentors, Timothy's who I'm bringing up, who I want to mentor and Barnabas brothers who are on the same level with me, who are going down the same path. I mean, I'm actively recruiting every single day. I love that. I love this, Joe. Thank you so much for sitting down with us. Gentlemen, if you want to go ahead and learn how to uh, put Christ first, have somebody show you how to not just take up your cross, but also how to carry it. If you want community, if you want connection, if you want coaching and counseling, Dr. Joe, where can they find you? Where do they go? Oh, very easy. Just go to realmenconnect.com. That's realmenconnect.com. And also we have some a lot of great free resources to help them do that, to get started. Yes. And make sure you check out the, the, the podcast, Real Men Connect. That's right. We never even mentioned the podcast. I can't, I can't believe that. I, I, I can't believe we went through the whole show and never even mentioned my podcast. But right, yeah, we I, have a this was like, we have a great podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned it in the introduction and oh, okay. I just want to, I want to say <laughs> it again. If you made it this far into the show, the number one rated podcast on iTunes for Christian men, real Amen. men connect. Praise I love that. Go Praise check it out. Gentlemen, uh, thank you so much for joining us. If you want to get connected with uh, the gentleman over at uh, Real Men Connect. Do check out those links in the description. You'll be able to find some other resources that I'll put down there. Check out Dr. Joe's YouTube channel. I'm going to link that up right over here. Thank you so much for joining us. Continue to march. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Rain in Life podcast. Let's continue the conversation over at irainandlife.com. There you'll find videos, podcast episodes, and other resources that will help you reign in life. Until then, continue to march.